Welcome to Project Freelance. The show is all about creating content and growing businesses. Welcome to the show. Hey guys, how's it going? My name is K, just the letter K. You can find me at justtheletterk.com or just the letter K underscore image IMG on Instagram if you guys want to check out some of my stuff. This is my show all about freelancing where I interview different people around the world about how they built their own businesses, about how they create content, and about how you can do the same. So this show's been going on for several years now. Uh, it's been like I've had different ebbs and flows of the show and uh, it's been a minute since I posted. So we had an amazing guest last week and we've got another guest this week. I'm trying to get some more people in the books to have on the show to talk to you about how they built their businesses so that you guys can get more information about how to do the same for yourself. Hope you enjoy the show. If you're new, please hit the subscribe button. And if you like the show, please leave a rating and feedback. It really helps the show grow. It helps new people find us. I'm excited to talk to Hannah Wild today about their photography business. They work on a big team and it's really cool to hear this story about how Hannah created this business, started photography, started growing the rates that Hannah charges over the years and how Hannah got to where they are now. If you're interested in learning more about Hannah's photography, you can go to wildartistryphotographyco.com and you can book a photo shoot there. Very, very cool story. Let's get into it without further ado. Hannah, please introduce yourself and what you do as a freelancer. So my name's Hannah, and I own a photography business that operates all around the United States. Um, <clears throat> it's so funny. It's so hard to always explain what kind of photography that we do. I feel like everyone and their mother is a photographer at this point. So it's like we just try to strive to be a little bit different and offer things that not a lot of people offer. But, um, you know, photography is like you know, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. So it's kind of, it's, it's an awesome business because we can really, we can really, um, let's see, give so many jobs to a, like an abundance of artists who are photographers in a sense. So we, we work with like live animals, we Photoshop fake animals in there. We make huge headpieces and costumes and stuff like that. And our business model really is mini photo shoot events. So we will do 15 people in one day um, and have six events in one day all around the United States. So that's kind of how I can explain it. It's kind of like we are mini photo shoot photographers offering 30 minute sessions with unique themes and styles that are scheduled on like certain days or events. So does that kind of make sense? Yeah, definitely. It's a super interesting like business model to, to have so much going on simultaneously and I definitely want to like dive into that but before we do I want to know how you got into photography like what was your you know upbringing like as far as being a creative and and what led you to pick up a camera so I actually dropped out of high school and uh when I was younger I would have no like I would never thought I've been a photographer I actually thought I was gonna be like a soccer player or something I don't I don't even know but um, yeah, I dropped out of high school and I was a like a, a, a waitress server for a while. And um, I decided to buy a camera with my tax returns just to, you know, just to try it out and see what's up. And it was like an $800 camera. I felt, you know, I was like, let's see, I was probably like 19 at the time. And I thought this, I was like, cool, but this is like a big investment. So I, um, 
I pretty much, so I start, bought this camera and then I started offering $20 photo shoots, just like I posted on these Facebook groups being like $20 family photo shoots. I had no idea what I was doing. And, um, I just, you know, started off like offering inexpensive ones. So I started becoming relatively busy, uh, and then learned how to kind of price myself and kind of grew from there. And I also, I met, I had a partner at the time who was super, like was an amazing makeup artist and hairstylist. So we started collabing she was a model for like most of my stuff. And we started collabing on some ideas and really I just started doing some of these crazy themes in the beginning, just for fun, just for art purposes and posting them. And then I started getting like a decent amount of like response from them. And I was, um, I was, I was a little shocked. I just didn't know people would be interested in paying for stuff like this. Hmm. So, uh, we just started offering them as private shoots and they were still relatively inexpensive. I started making these headpieces and costumes and jewelry pieces, random, no, you know, no direction. And I'm just making them big and crazy, the weirdest stuff that you can do. And, um, then I started, then I, our biggest hit when I started offering the mini sessions were my glitter bath photo shoots. You guys Mm. would laugh so hard if you saw how this setup was. It was in my backyard in a tiny kiddie pool with a sheet over it. (laughs) And, um, and like we booked for, we would book from 7am to 7pm like with 20 people booking it starting at like $150 to $300. And I was just slammed with the glitter, glitter bath photo shoots. And it was just hilarious to look and see how many people are having so much fun back there getting these photos with this kiddie pool in the grass with a sheet over it. And it just like, I have photos of like the behind the scenes. It's just hilarious. So that's when it started the mini sessions when I realized I'm like, this is this is like got some money in it. So then we started offering the mini sessions with the big head pieces. And then I started editing in the animals. And so it was me from by myself doing all of this, the marketing, the editing, the, the photos, the, you know, answering the emails and all that stuff for about three, two or three years until I started really enjoying traveling like out of the country. Mm. And that's when I realized how am I going to like be able to sip in Italy, you know, drinking or not sip it, yeah, sip tea in Italy while the business is still, I guess, running in a sense. So that's when I started contracting out and training other photographers and editors. Definitely uh, was a, like a mission and a half to find really, you know, good people who are reliable and a really good team and um, to learn how to work in a team environment, um, and letting go of my, like my, um, my, like it being under my name essentially, yeah. cause then it was now a collaboration with multiple other artists. Is that, so that's kind of how it started. Yeah. I think when you like give up the reins a little bit and start working with the team, it can be hard for some people, you know, like it, it, it can pose new challenges because you have to like put your trust into other people. And you know, like, you know, the old saying goes like, if you want something right, do it yourself, but that's not always the best way. Right. No. And I, I actually learned 
so much from my team. Like my, my, I wouldn't be here at all until like, unless I met them. Like I, you know, there's been people who have came in and out of the team and each person I have learned so much from and they have, you know, I hope that they learn something also, but we really strive to like treat everyone with kindness and respect no matter what their job title is. And so it's been really, really awesome to work with like an, an array of artists and um, photographers. And they, you know, they learn some things from me and I end up like, I, I don't really shoot too much in the studio. And I have a photographer in Orlando, she's amazing. And she shoots only studio stuff, but she does outside stuff too now that we work together. But um, man, I just like, I can't wait to link up with her and start learning some of her um, techniques with indoor lighting. So it's just really cool. It's just like a huge collaboration. That's amazing that you've got like multiple different people as like a part of the team that are kind of spread all over the, the, all over the place. Honestly, I think that, you know, that collaborative effort can really enhance us as creatives to like kind of push ourselves, you know, to, to do different things. Like I'm kind of similar to you. It sounds like you, you mostly do outdoor kind of stuff, natural lighting and you know, I, I'm the same kind of way. I do a lot of video work, but a lot of it is natural lighting and even my photos as well. Or I, I prefer natural lighting because one, it poses a challenge that I love. And two, like it, it can be more consistent. And like, I just never really learned studio lighting. So as a videographer, I'm having to like learn as I go with like in indoor lighting and lighting setups and all that kind of stuff. And what what's kind of been like your biggest challenge as far as like creating this, this amazing content goes? Well, as far like the challenge as far as creating the content, I think is um, kind of I'm realizing this more now is like organizing my days, I think is like, I don't know, like working for yourself or like organizing the content or, you know, marketing and, you know, editing and do it like I work for on my own time, my own schedule. So it's like the prioritizing my days, organizing my days has been like a slight bit of a challenge. I get kind of like directed somewhere else. And then I'm like, Oh wait, I need to come back here. Um, and that's always been, been tough, but I think that mainly is my, one of my challenges. I think all of the, like creating the head pieces and, and, um, the editing and stuff kind of comes in, you know, ebbs and flows. You something like sells really quickly and some stuff, doesn't but you have to always try so that stuff I'm like a little bit more like okay I get it but as far as you know scheduling my days and um just time management has been definitely something I bet a lot of like business owners um struggle with I've spoken to I'm not sure if you struggle with that also oh for sure for sure yeah I mean like even yesterday you know I was like I my brain can't my I had like two videos to edit and my brain just couldn't comprehend like going through the notes of like the second round of edits, you know? And it's like, I just need to kind of step away from this for a second. And I think that's like my biggest struggle is like refocusing on a project. Like, you know, like I I feel like a lot of us creatives, we kind of get in this, like, uh, I guess like the best way to explain is like a creative rut or like lack of Uh, motivation sometimes to like focus on a project and we're like okay I just need to take like 30 minutes just walk away from my computer for a second and like breathe and like refocus myself and and kind of get back into it and and it usually helps but you know sometimes I wake up and I'm like I don't know if I can do this today you know I think that's kind of been my biggest struggle is like the 
the motivation factor and, and that burnout factor as well. Because I mean, I work all day, every day. We don't take weekends off. You know, we work on weekends, we work on holidays, we work on our birthdays, you know, we're, we're constantly like chasing the next thing. And so, yeah, my biggest challenge is definitely like those, those creative ruts or that burnout that, that is always there. Yeah, no, I, I complete, I completely agree. Yeah. And it's, I feel like what really has helped me is taking time for like my mental health and physical health. Mm -hmm. And cause like, if you, if we're lacking in those or working in those areas, like I'm not going to be able to be as like a strong leader or a, um, or like, like, you know what I mean? Put like my energy into their photos. Cause that's really important to me too, is I do like these custom private photo shoot experiences. And like, I want to, I want them to leave feeling, you know, like I was able to essentially hold space for them, but also create this, this meaningful piece of art. Like I can't do that for them unless I'm not taking care of myself, you know? And so traveling has definitely done that also. So I can really like, you know, come back more like feeling alive and wanting to give what I've experienced to other people. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you this. So you've got, you know, photos with lions, tigers, bears, oh my, you know, you've got all kinds of crazy creatures. And so for you, like one, like what animals are you sourcing versus Photoshopping? And like, how are you sourcing those animals? Like, where are you getting these, these amazing creatures from? So the, we do our like top sellers that are fluffy cow photo shoots. They're like fan for kids and families and stuff like that's like our top. A lot of even just people by themselves book it just to like snuggle with the cow. (laughs) That is a real cow. The horses are real. The mini ponies, we do like mini unicorn photo shoots. Those are real. Um, As far as like the, obviously the lions and tigers and, you know, all of that stuff um is I, I like i actually get them from either shutterstock okay. or etsy you can buy they're, they're called pngs so they're yep. like but you know what i mean you can just yeah. buy them on there but uh you'd be surprised i teach i teach classes on like editing classes on how to make it look realistic it's it's a little, it's a little tough like it looks like oh you can just buy this png online but it, the, the tough part is making it like look real you know yeah and like fit in with your photo yeah yeah you'd be surprised I've seen people like um who like who try who try to do these edits and they'll make the tiger the same size as like a medium-sized dog you know so that <laughs> way that wouldn't necessarily work so it's right. just kind of learning that um a little bit definitely so for you like have you ever had any quote unquote real jobs like like a normal kind of job or have you always kind of freelanced and just grown this business from the jump So I've um yeah I've I've always freelanced I mean I had I guess it counts as a normal job as like a waitress but mm-hmm. um that was just you know from 16 to like 18 mm-hmm. uh, but I don't I haven't ever had like a yeah a job like a, a 9 to 5 job or anything like that uh, because I also don't even think I really could have because I didn't graduate high school, nor do I have like a high school. Uh, do you know what I mean? Like I haven't. Yeah. So I, ha- I actually just haven't really tried. And I actually talked to my dad. My dad is huge into school. He's always been huge into school. But now he has a different idea on that. He encouraged people and all of his his friends and his family and stuff to just, you know, be passionate about something. And so mm. he's, his rhetoric has changed now because of me and um 
yeah, so I, I asked him, I said, do you think like this was a, maybe two years ago, do you think I should go get my GED and take some business classes? And my dad's extremely successful, very, very successful. And he just said, no, I don't think that is necessary at all. Like wow. learn from experience and hire people who know their stuff. And if you don't know, you know, like I hired an accountant because I don't, I mean, isn't that what most people do if they don't yeah, yeah. taxes? So it's, you know, stuff like that, or like, I'll even, um, trade for time, like time, like to be like trade to talk to someone, take them out to get them dinner, get, you know, get a drink and ask their experiences on this, you know? So I try to learn from experience or people. Um, yeah. That's awesome. I love that, you know, his, his rhetoric or his, his idea of like work life has changed, you know, because of you, because of what you're doing. My dad is the same way, very successful, has had the same job for 31 years, you know, like long-term career guy. And he, it was always, you know, up until maybe like five years ago was like, when are you going to get a real job? You got to get a real job. You know, all this stuff that we like always are being harped about, about when we first start growing a business. And, you know, now that the business is growing and, you know, I'm, I'm constantly busy, I'm traveling a lot for work, you know, all this stuff is going on his, his idea of like work has changed as well and education and all that stuff. And I mean, I, I do have a bachelor's in film production, but it was because my dad literally told me like, you have to get a degree before you do what you want. And I was like, well, I want to make movies, so I'm going to get a film degree. It just makes sense. So I kind of went that route with it. And, you know, it, it seems to have worked out, you know, which is great, you know, and his, his concept has changed as well, as far as that goes. And so I think it's cool when like, you know, the, the parental figures kind of come around to it and, and, and it's because we work our asses off, honestly, it's because we proved ourselves yeah. to them and to the world that this is a viable option and that we can do this. And of course, now post COVID, you know, a lot of people are working remote, working from home and freelancing and, you know, that the freelance economy is booming right now. So it's it's really cool to see that. And I'm, I'm super stoked that, you know, you've had kind of a similar situation with your, your parent, um, that they've come around and, and, you know, supported what you're doing. Um, so for you, like, this is a question that I have that, you know, it, it can be hard to answer sometimes because sometimes we don't want to talk about this, but I think it's important that we do bring it up. Um, have you ever been like screwed over on a job or not been paid for a job or anything like that? Oh, wow. Yeah. I actually love this question so very much because we, you know, I love, I love all of my clients. Like they're just in, they're amazing. Like most of the time we have really just truly amazing people, but we, you know, just because we scaled up kind of relatively quickly, we have like a hundred, like a couple hundred clients a month in this, in some time. So it's just like, you're bound out of, you know, a couple hundred or a hundred or so there's going to be, maybe I guess you can say some crazies in there and I, that are just like a little, who are quick to react and are a little, they just don't understand. So it is, it's tough because if you think about photography, I'm sure you are, it's the same with video is that it's like, almost like how, when you, you get a haircut, you know what I mean? It's all about how you, there's no actual object that they're buying. And if it shows mm -hmm. up at their door like that or defected, then they should get a refund. Right. So it's all mm -hmm. about how they feel about themselves too or if they just simply like the artist's style. So it's like being an artist or like photographer, like a videographer, if it's all up to, like, like I said, beauties like in the eye of the beholder. So um, it is also tough because we are kind of holding up a mirror to them 
when they come and do these like uh, empowering photo shoots. Sometimes they'll show photos of Beyonce or something and then, um, you know what I mean, expect the photo of this Beyonce to look just like them when every single person is unique and beautiful in their own way or show a photo that I've taken of someone else and be wanting to look just like that. And it's all, you know, it's all different. And so really, we really want our clients to come in confident because I get a lot of people say that, hey, I want to book this shoot to build my confidence. And we love that. I want, you know, I would love to, to help in any way. But in the prior to that, we always, I always try to like have some sort of um, powwow of like affirmations or getting to know them, just kind of like not really like making it such a big deal, but like kind of just empowering them in the beginning without them really even noticing too much. But um, if they if they don't come in confident and expect to come out looking like something that they didn't, you know, they they wanted to look something unrealistic, essentially, mm-hmm. um, that's when we get more of the people who, yeah, definitely write some really, really mean stuff um, mm. to us as artists. And so it's, it is, it is hurtful because they, you know, say stuff like you call yourself art. They're just, you know, people are Dang, just, yeah. they're just, they're upset. They, you know, want it to look a certain way. And we all know it's just coming from somewhere from their insecurity or pain. So we don't really take it too, you know, too much to heart, but mm. unfortunately that happens. Um, yeah, because we, tar- we target to a lot of people who are, it's so awesome. We work with so many people from the ages of like 30 to 50. It's amazing. Wow. That's yeah, awesome. it's like, that's our my favorite clients, to be honest, because they're the ones who leave crying. You know, they leave crying in a good way, not in a negative way. They leave crying because they look in the back of the camera and they're like, oh, what? Like, that's me? Like, I didn't know. And um, I mean, it's hard to explain unless kind of looking at the photos because they're sure. golden goddess ones. They're just more body empowerment. They're like um, implied nude and stuff like that. So there, it's it's there's pros and there's cons, but that's that's what hurts me the most is when they um, project like that and call us names and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. You know, and you know, sometimes people just aren't aren't happy with with themselves in the moment or you know whatever. There's something else going on with that situation, but. Yeah. And sometimes they're just, you know, not, not stoked on whatever the product or, you know, I've, I've definitely had like a couple like negative reviews because of like miscommunications and things like that between myself and the clients. And I think that can be prevented, but also I feel like a lot of us as freelancers, we're spending a lot of time having to educate people about how, how we do our job, you know, like how things run and why we price things a certain way and you know, all that stuff. And, I think that it's important to to communicate as much as possible, which it sounds like you're doing a great job of doing. Um, but yeah, sometimes there's just like miscommunications and things come up, you know, whatever. But for you, like, can you talk about the importance? I, I don't know if you work with like contracts with your, your clients or that, you know, how that works, but can you talk about the importance of like being upfront about everything and, and communicating? Yeah. So we actually have a really solid, I will say my, my ex-partner who we were together for like three years, she definitely helped organize a lot of things in the business. And we worked with, she worked with a lawyer and we have a really, really solid terms and conditions and like a, like an artist disclaimer on there. It's, it's very solid. Um, and so they all, they have to like accept those terms when booking 
And it just pretty much states, you know, we're all we're all artists here. And kind of like what I just said with your last answer about how like beauty's in the eye of the beholder and that yeah. they're gonna have to understand that they're hiring us. And and um, you know, I will say like I definitely am always down to adjust or revise photos, but it's just when mm-hmm. they get really hateful and mean it gets it's, it's tough. But mm-hmm. but yeah, just like terms and conditions we we have on our um, on our website that they have to agree to, but we don't necessarily have like contracts they have to sign we have waivers and stuff like that they're working with the animals yeah but um it's more of like yeah like the artist disclaimer is what really helps too on there definitely definitely so yeah. so so when you first started out like what questions did you have as as a freelancer like what what were some things that you were like how do i how do i navigate this oh man oh wow yeah that's that's a really good question i feel like the what i would have asked is a lot about taxes <laughs> Yeah, for not sure. gonna lie. Like a lot about taxes, a lot about like a lot about the like like law and different. I didn't know, you know, in different states, you got to be like registered in different states. Like, I there's so many questions. Like, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. I would have probably asked a lot of um, like I would have really loved to like link up with some like you know someone who went to school for business just for like simple questions, right? Um. But yeah, I think a lot of it is, yeah, and time management. I think that one I would ask some for some advice on that. And um, I think another thing too is I, I, for me personally, I think I would have wanted to uh, learn a little bit more on gra- like grammar or just like really well speaking through my emails, you know, being like, like high school dropout, I want to make sure I sound professional. I'd hire other people to help write some things. And luckily I'm, you know, learning a little bit more and becoming better just by trial and error and just learning from other people. But I think, yeah, I think writing would have been good uh, to write my own, like express how I feel instead of having to hire someone. Um, But yeah, kind of, kind of those, those ones. Very cool. So um, if people want to like book you for a shoot, where can they go? Like what's the best way of getting in touch with you to, to book one of these shoots? So we have a we have a really easy platform like on our website it's wildartistryco.com and we offer shoots in you know Florida, Texas, Denver, Phoenix, um, like all you know Texas. We offer them all around these areas. And oh, can you hear me? Okay, I might. Yeah, yeah, you're good. No worries. Um, and yeah, you can just book right on there. You can just easily pick your time slot, pick your theme. And you just click, you just click book. But we, but I highly suggest if you're wanting something a little bit more personal, like uh, like personable, is if you are ever in Florida, I have my like custom experiences, which I'm really trying to amp up um, nowadays. As far as being something a little more leaning towards therapeutic, I'm not a therapist, nor will I ever call myself a therapist. But I, like I said, I I would love to hold space and learn more about you and create art with you and hopefully it be like a uh like a memorable experience and you can hang this huge portrait up you know on your wall or post all over social media that's more of what i am aiming towards right now very cool very cool i love that thank you so much for coming on here my last question for you is what is something you know now that you wish you knew when you started um i know now which one of us started? Wow, that's a good question. I think more of making sure I'm taking time for my mental health. I think that's a huge thing. And physical, 
I always, I always loved working out anyway, so that was easy, but the mental health and really getting to get to know myself so I can become a better leader or like I said, like an energy to be around. So I think my question or that day, so that question is to uh, work really hard on my job, but also work really hard on myself mm. and just enjoy it, enjoy the journey. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people get really stressed during the journey, but like, I feel like I've learned to just embrace it and embrace and learn and enjoy every trial and error. So. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you for coming on Project Freelance and for sharing your story with everybody. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon. You know, I had to do some lawn care during the end of that, but it's all good. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode of Project Freelance with Hannah from wildartistryphotography.com. Uh, definitely go check out the site, book a session, and support Hannah on Instagram, Hannah Wild and uh, Wild Artistry Photography. Um, very, very cool episode. Very cool story. And I love that. Hannah's dad is now super supportive of the lifestyle that Hannah has built. And if you guys enjoyed this episode, please leave a rating and feedback. If you want to come on Project Freelance, you can hit me up at Project Freelance on Instagram and we can have a chat about when would be a good time to have you on. Hope you guys enjoyed this one. I'll talk to you next time. Stay strong. Keep enduring.